0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to It's a Girl's Life. Two items that we need to announce before we get into this episode. One is that It's a Girl's Life has partnered with Little Words Project to create a super cute, keep it real, wearable reminder bracelet. You can check it out below. It's linked in this episode's description. And to learn a little bit more about Little Words Project and their big impact project, that has an amazing give back component, definitely go check out that link below. This bracelet is such a good gift for a friend or even yourself. And then number two, I'm not sure if this is just me, but I'm very affected by the spaces that are around me. Like for example, my room. I feel like I'm all over the place when my room is all messy. And I really love to add personal touches wherever I can, whether that's with like cute cards or wall art or desk organizers for pens and paper. I just love to add little fun things that spice up the room around me and maybe that's you too. Even if it's just like a fun blanket on my bed or maybe like some fun pillows that say like a good little message on them. Those things I will buy so much of that type of stuff. Anyways, Dormify has really helped me not only be able to create a space that I feel comfortable in, but one that I am inspired to show up and work on all the things like it's a girl's life, regular teen life things, and just be my authentic self. My most recent favorite purchases from Dormify have actually been for my college dorm. But even if you're still in high school or have any sort of creative freedom with the spaces that you are in, I definitely suggest checking out the Page 4 Drawer Storage Cart on Wheels. This, you can literally put in literally anything or everything into this Little storage car, it's such good use of space and it's also super cute. Um, but even if you just go on like dormify.com, check out like their wall art is super cute, their blankets are super cute, literally anything that will just spice up your space, they have, and they also have such good things for organizing. Um, so I definitely suggest you guys check it out. I left a link to Dormify down below in the episode description. And if you do find something that you love, you're going to order, definitely use my code Charlotte or no. Just kidding. It's C Wasserman 15. So you guys can get some dollars off, but now it's time to enjoy the episode. So have fun and always keep it real as always. Hi girls. Welcome back to it's a girl's life podcast. Today. We have such a special guest. Fiona is here. She is a fellow 18 year old, but she is a business owner and she is super successful. I can't wait to ask her all about how she lives the life with grit. So Fiona, how are you really doing today?
1: I, you know, I'm doing good. I'll say I'm doing good, but how I'm really doing, I'm definitely a little overwhelmed right now, but I also feel very grateful. So I feel like the three words i describe how I'm feeling today is great, grateful, and thankful, which kind of rhymes a little bit.
0: I like that a lot. I think that (laughs) has like a good like synthesis of everything because a lot of the times, like the reason why we ask that question is because I mean, whenever you go and like meet a friend, you're like, Oh, like, how are you? Like, you're just going to say good. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like to connect a little bit deeper and say like, really like what's going on. Cause it's just a good little way to kind of like get an insider view, I guess, if you're going to say, but yeah. anyways, a lot of our listeners, they're girls, they're in high school, they're in college, maybe. So just like fill us in, like, what have you been working on? What have you been doing? And I just think it's a really exciting and inspiring story.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I am originally a YouTuber. I started YouTube when I was 11 and now I'm 18. I don't post on YouTube anymore. I've taken a break. I stepped back about a year ago um, for lots of different reasons. We can go into it more if you want. But right now I'm focused a lot on my brand. It's a teen focused, Gen Z focused community and brand. So all the products are specifically designed for teen skin. And we just launched in 500 Walmart stores and I just signed another contract with a huge drugstore company. So I'm very, very excited. So that's been my main focus right now but also living, you know, I'm, I'm 18 years old. I still want to like get all the life experiences in and not like miss out, I guess on anything. So it's, it's a whole, it's a whole process to say the least, but that's what I've been up to. Yeah.
0: That's insane. I think that's so like inspiring and just really, really cool because, um, I feel like we've been hearing a lot of different teenagers are starting businesses, but I just think that you know, you, you are really doing it at like a full scale. Like it's a real big thing and like, it's impacting people. So I think that's really cool. Did you think you were going to start like this big of a business that have scaled, obviously, like when you were younger?
1: No idea. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like, especially like looking back to like when I first started, like YouTube, Oh my God. I had no idea that like people could like subscribe. Like I honestly just put my videos on the internet because I loved filming videos. And then it slowly evolved into a lot more beauty focused content. So I was doing my makeup a lot and my skin started breaking out. And that's where I was like, Oh my God, like what's in these products that I'm using. So I went to like drugstores and Sephora and all these other places and started researching the ingredients and the products. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to create a brand that is actually good for teen skin but i never had any idea that it was going to like expand so much of course it's taken so much time i feel like whenever anyone's looking at a business they're like oh wow it like happens so quickly but this happened from slowly from 2017 till now so it's been a lot of work but i am so grateful to say like we're in stores now which is like such a goal of mine it's always been so it's it's crazy
0: that's amazing and I think that's so important to highlight the fact that like we only see the end product when we're looking at a brand or we're looking at someone and like seeing how far they've come but we never really get to see the behind the scenes and like all the years that it took and all the work that it took to get them to where they are today which is really important but I think this is like a great moment to kind of get into your story and hear more about like how have you grown guts and really put yourself out there and, you know, did things that are outside of your comfort zone over the years?
1: I honestly feel like experiences is like a huge one. I've been put in, very interesting situations at a young age. Like I had investors for a very short period of time and they were incredibly frustrating. They never listened to me. They belittled me. They were like, you're just a kid. Like you don't understand what, how to like run a business. And they never listened. And they actually told me to shut down my business. They were like, you're not going to succeed." like basically just completely poo-pooing my brand and everything. And I was like, no, like I'm going to make this work and I'm grateful that I didn't give up, but there's been a lot of spots that people have told me what to do. And people have told me like, you need to stop, like you need to, you know, just do regular kids stuff. And I was like, okay, like maybe, maybe they have a point, but I feel like what really helped me grow is understanding that other people's opinions don't matter or will they do in some ways they do like you don't want to be going and you know doing some crazy stuff but you have to listen to yourself at the end of the day because everyone is biased in their own ways and it's important to hear yourself and really think through your issues and not just listen to other people and follow what other people have to say because you'll end up maybe just like them and you're like I don't want to be just like them I want to be just like me like I want to be truly authentically me so I think that's a huge one is not listening to others even though sometimes it's hard to not hear all the background noise
0: yeah I think it could definitely be hard and like what you're talking about with all the investors but I'm curious to see what you think about what were other people like your age saying when you were starting this and creating this like I'm sure they had a world of things to say about it
1: Oh, yeah. I can't say I had many friends when I was younger uh, from God, from like eight years old to 13. I didn't have a singular friend like and I, I mean, like maybe I had one, but I wouldn't hang out with anyone. I was constantly being made fun of. And that continued, that continues to now. Like when I used to go to like parties or just hang out with like people and other people would randomly join us, they would always bring up what I'm doing, mainly YouTube and social media, because they could always watch it. And people would actually put my videos on TVs
0: no. in,
1: in parties and like blast it through speakers. And it was mortifying. Like I wanted to get so mad, but I was like, do not let them see that it's getting to you because Mm -hmm. then they win. Not, I'm not trying to make this sound rude, but like they, anyone who is going to be so negative and not believe in someone and belittle someone and make fun of someone isn't going to get far in the long run. Mm -hmm. People who are supportive and understanding and compassionate and care those people always get way further negativity does not get you far so those people are you know stuck in the same place that they were like three four five years ago, and other people who supported me are in amazing positions and like positive people go so far rather than the negative people so you have to keep in mind that their opinions don't matter even though it hurts and it in those moments oh my god i was so frustrated but there was also people in my life that really did care and they believed in me and they never judged me so you have to find like good true friends which is one of the hardest things in my opinion is to find real people but yeah, no, it was, it was insane when I was younger. Like, I kind of forget about it sometimes. Like, people would drive by my house and yell things. Like, people would, like, egg me in public. Oh, my God. Like, people terrible. toilet papered my house on my birthday. Like, whole, like, yes, they everything went to you can imagine. all
0: means to, like, try to tear you down. It's, like, yep. really terrible. But I think, like, one thing I always think about that was something that I heard or someone told me is, like, it's always a reflection of them like when they're doing these things and like that just shows like how much insecurity they have about you know their life and what they're doing that they go so far and put so much effort into tearing someone else down
1: you're Um, right absolutely
0: I I never knew this when I was younger either but it's just something that someone said and I I thought that makes so much more sense you know like why would someone go so far and do all those things just to do pull you down
1: yeah. And like they're hurting on the inside, you know, like they're taking their anger out on you because they're jealous of you in some way. Like there is no reason for someone to be mean unless they're like envious, jealous, frustrated. Like they're, you're so right. Like there's something internally going on with them and it's not you. It's always them. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. No, you're so right. So
0: I want to talk about when, when you got the idea to start, well, you said it was from YouTube, a lot of you got started getting into making like beauty videos, and then you wanted to launch your brand, but how, so it was in 2017, so how old were you then?
1: I was 13. Okay, you were 13, yeah.
0: so mm-hmm. you were just in middle school.
1: Uh, technically, yes, I was in middle school. No, wait, actually, I think that was maybe my freshman year because I'm one year, okay. I'm like year early for my grade, but I was pulled out of actually school when I was in third grade or fourth. Yeah. The end of third grade, because I didn't know I was legally blind in my left eye and dyslexic and a bunch of other things. I had like ADHD. I got like OCD. I got like all of the, you know, little, (laughs) yes, exactly. Which honestly, I love them now, but in those moments, it was so frustrating not to be able to learn the same way that others did. And so my mom decided she was like, okay, yep. You're done with school. Like you're getting pulled out. Like we're teaching you at home. Like we're going to figure out a way to like, let you learn your own way yeah. um so I was not in actual school so that's okay. Okay, personally yeah yeah okay.
0: so okay wait now I want to ask you about this like how was that experience I you know that's like different I went to regular like high school middle school throughout my whole entire life not saying that's not regular but just like I'm curious about that experience of being homeschooled because you also have these like such amazing plan. I mean, you're kind of like living an adult life of having this business, but as a kid, and you also have to deal with school. So like, what was that experience like for you? I'm sure there's a lot to balance.
1: It It was, it was definitely, it was frustrating at times because I would have so much that I was juggling. It was really hard to figure out like time management. Like that was a huge struggle of mine. Like I would do things like really late at night or I like, cause normally I'd film during the day and do like social media and work during the day. And then I would do like school at night or vice versa. Like I'd always switch it up. I'd always be juggling so many different like projects and things. And then I'd get so sad that I couldn't go out and like hang out with my friends or couldn't go out and do like other things because I was like editing or working or working on schoolwork. So it was definitely a bit frustrating at times, but If I did do like good time management and like I really got everything done, then I could go and like hang out with my friends and do things. It's just the issue of time management, especially when you're younger, you don't know how to time manage that well. And still to this day, like it's a juggle for me, but I found that like creating a list, like a very detailed list has helped me so much because I forget things all the time. I'm super like I'm all over the place. It's like my my thing is I like bounce around. Like I'll do ten minutes of something, and then I'll go do another twenty minutes of something else. Then I'll come back and do other things. So it's really important for me to write everything down. Um, and I've slowly discovered that because I don't like writing. I absolutely hate writing. But there's something about like an actual like pen and paper that like really helped me. Um, so yeah, that's that's helped. But it's it was a struggle for sure. Um, but time management like figuring out how to manage your time properly will save you so much time in the long run Mm -hmm. and so why don't
0: you tell us a little bit about like okay so now I'm kind of pushing towards the present but say it was like today or yesterday and I'm assuming no day is the same but what is kind of like your day-to-day life like
1: so okay, it, it honestly I'll I can't lie it's very different every single day. There's always like a new priority for that week or that day or that month, and depending on it, it really like it makes my days waver. But on on an average day, I wake up. I try to wake up early, but I am just not a morning person. It's ridiculous, but I try to wake up around like eight thirty nine. I try to not go on my phone. Like my phone is evil, but I also also do all my work on my phone and my computer. Right. So it's like very hard to balance that. But in the morning, I get up and I listen to a book and then I start doing emails and going through DMs, texts, like communicating with people, like figuring out like what projects need to be done, figuring out that so it could be product names, it could be new website designs, it could be photo shoots, it could be product development, it could be a video, a TikTok. And I kind of plan out the day from there and I figure out exactly what I need to do at what times. And then I have a lot of calls all the time, like Zoom calls, um, phone calls, stuff like that, planning things out. But yeah, so it really it really depends on the day. But I try to get everything done around like 8 p.m. So sometimes I'll work like a 12 hour day. Sometimes I'll work a five hour day. Sometimes I'll work zero. Um, it really, really depends. I try not to ever work zero because it always makes me feel like crap, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a, being an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with the unknown and Mm -hmm. things changing all the time because wow, the amount of times I've had to just drop a project and like focus on a different priority is insane. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's all over the place, I guess is the way to describe my like day to day.
0: These are such good lessons, I think, for anyone, I think, like, entrepreneur, or not entrepreneur, like you can apply it to your regular day life. So I think that's great that you're able to share those things. So now let's kind of switch into the R part of grits and hear more about how have you built resilience over the years.
1: Honestly, I feel like this kind of goes same with like experiences again. I feel like just being in different situations really helps you grow. Uh, I think that friendships help you grow, like understanding different people, talking to different people, communicating with older people and seeing what they think. Like just honestly learning from others, I think has made me very, I don't know, like resilient in a way. I feel like it, it helps. But yeah, no, I mean, there's other things that have happened in my life that I think have really made me resilient that involve like other things, more like traumatic things, I guess you could say. But I think it's important to always look at every single day and be like, wow, I'm grateful because one thing that happens, like, or there has to be like one thing that happens every day that you're grateful for. Like, it could be the simplest thing. Like, oh my God, like my dog, like was like being so sweet and like being right by my side the whole day. Like, It's so important to find the positives in your day and I think that has really helped me with like negativity and being resilient because there's always one thing that's positive every day and it could be literally the smallest thing ever like seeing a ladybug but it helps you like keep going.
0: Yeah I think that's so important about you know identifying the small things that can really make you appreciate everything that is around you and I just think that that can always help you push through like some of the darkest moments when it's just like so hard to kind of like pinpoint on something to just recognize you're grateful for at least one thing is really helpful. Mm Yeah, I agree. So now I would love to know more about imperfections and like everyone has imperfections. And I was just curious, like, I know you also kind of talked about this before in your beginning story. I would just love to know like your experience with dealing with your own imperfections and how that's maybe affected your business but also just your life is like being a teenager and doing all these things all the time too
1: i would say i'm going to focus more on like the internal imperfections rather than like physical imperfections um i i have like i have adhd like i mentioned and dyslexia and uh ocd like I'm very quirky I guess is the word and for a long time I didn't look at it as like a a good thing I was told like that's like a disability in a way Mm -hmm. and I now look at it as like more or less a superpower which sounds really cheesy but it all of those things help me think differently like each each little thing like is a different like superpower for like ADHD. I'm always thinking of random ass things like so random, like like a tree that looks so weird. I'm like, and I have to point it out. So like it always is having my brain coming up with random things. So I write down random ideas and sometimes I get a really good idea out of it. So I feel like it's really important to find like your, I guess, insecurity and and look at it in a beautiful way like that is what makes you uniquely you and that is something that i really like to focus on is just finding one little positive thing positivity is everything i swear i talk about it so much but being positive is the best thing cuz it tricks your brain into thinking you're just so happy even maybe when you're not because you have so much power over your brain like the words you tell yourself are so crucial like people who are just constantly like talking li- like very down on themselves. Like, don't do that. Like, do not do that. Like, fake it until you make it. Like, look in the mirror and be like, I am beautiful. I am strong. Like, I'm going to get through this. Like, rewire your brain to think positively and solve the problems rather than focus on the problems. Um, that is like huge for me. Oh, these are so many good points.
0: Okay. One of them I really want to pull out is just about what you're talking about, like, with your learning disabilities, like your OCT and your all that good stuff. I think that's really empowering because there could be someone listening that like is struggling with those too. And maybe they do relate to you in the fact that like a lot of people were always telling them, you know, like this is going to make learning harder. It's just not like a good thing. So I think um kind of like switching that way you think about it, which is what you're talking about, into a more positive way and thinking about how it does really help you and form you into the person that you are and makes you unique um, can be really a powerful message to someone who maybe hasn't heard that message before. And I think what else you were saying that was like really powerful. Oh, yes. The words you see yourself matter. That's something I think is like huge because um, I've just like heard a lot of things about this topic. And it's like, if you are always thinking about like negativity, there's like, of course, you're going to feel more negative. Um, and it's very similar to concepts, what you're saying, if you're going to say like negative things about yourself to yourself, then of course you're going to feel bad, but if you say positive and uplifting things to yourself, then you're going to like attract more of that positive energy, which is really mm-hmm. important.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I so agree. It's so true. The things you say you attract and like you believe. So say the right things and like the positive things rather than like oh God, I hope I don't get hit by a bird. Or well, I don't know why I thought of that, but like, don't put something out in the universe that you don't want to happen, you know? Put the positive, put the, the dreams, the goals out in the universe and they will come to you if you work for them. Yes, I love this so much.
0: Such good points and just so helpful for anyone's experience, whether it is just your own insecurities or your just internal thoughts you're having about yourself, always thinking positive. And now I kind of want to transition into a different part of this conversation, but we have also kind of mentioned this and building your team of support and finding those people that you surround with is really important. Um, I want to know more about how have you been able to positively find people to surround you and build you up rather than, you know, and kind of eliminate and not listen to those people who are going to bring you down? What has been your experience with that?
1: I would say... Honestly, like there's, there's multiple ways that I look at like friendships and relationships with like business partners to, uh, boyfriends to, to friends. I think that it's super important to be happy with yourself alone. I think that is something that a lot of people need to focus on because if you're not, you will grab for people even if they're not that good of a person because you just want that company and I think it's really important to be able to be by yourself which can be super difficult because your brain wanders you start overthinking you go on your phone maybe you see a post and you're like oh I wish I was doing that with this person but I think at the end of the day it's really important to be like happy alone and find things that you love doing alone for me like I love going on drives like I will literally go waste my gas like crazy and go drive two hours and just play music and drive around. I also love driving. So it's a weird thing of mine, but I love doing that alone. And I think it's really important to focus on things you can do alone. So you don't grab onto toxic people just because they're someone who you can hang out with. But I also think finding good friends and finding good people in your life is, it can be very difficult. I totally see that. And I think a very important thing is to watch how people treat others. Like if you're just meeting someone and you're like, oh wow, I really like this person, but like I'm not sure. Like really watch how they're they're treating other people in their life. Like their siblings, their parents, their other friends, animals, uh, waiters. I think that is a huge one. I hate when people are rude to customer service. Like that actually is such like a red flag for me. I'm like, do not be rude to anyone. You never know what's going on in someone's day and people who are really rude to just random people. I'm like, okay, like that's, that's a red flag. Like clearly there's something going on here. Um, so just like pay attention to how other people are acting and their behaviors. And if, if you catch them in a lie, be skeptical, like, you know, keep your guard up, but also understand that not every single person's the same. So if you've been hurt before, don't, don't put that on someone else, like try to understand that individual person. And, you know, if you know the indicators that maybe that person is lying or that person is not doing something right, then slowly distance yourself. But I think it's important to, to pay attention to people and understand who you're surrounding yourself with, because you really do end up like them at the end of the day. Wow. I just rambled so much. Oh my God. Anyways. Yeah.
0: No, I really like that. I don't think I've ever heard about paying attention to how they act with other people. And I think that is such a good indicator of their own like characteristic and their own like persona in a way. So I think that could be a really interesting way to see, you know, how they would act around you as well. And if you don't like how they're acting around other people, then maybe that's not like the right person for you, which is totally fine because I remember seeing this also somewhere that um, it's okay if not everyone likes you because you don't like everyone kind of thing. Um, so it's very similar about just how, you know, certain people are for you and to keep up looking for those people because they're definitely out there somewhere.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But also, um, I'm curious to hear about how you've been able to find those people in your business since that's a totally different than personal relationships that have been able to, you know, support you and build you up and make sure you're getting
1: everything that you need so you can be successful in that area of your life. Honestly, I think that finding people to work with, it is so difficult, like truly so, so difficult to find good, hardworking, reliable people is one of the hardest things. You wouldn't think it'd be that difficult, but a lot of people don't, they're not as passionate about your brand because like they didn't start it. You know what I mean? It wasn't their idea. Like they're, they're helping you, but they're not nearly as excited. So they don't, they don't help as much and they're not as excited. But I think that, that finding people who are really interested to learn and to grow with you is super important. Like just hearing the way they talk about like their brand or their brand, like their partnership with you and working with you is huge. And also seeing like how someone grows, like if someone like starts off really, really good, and then they slowly kind of go downhill, it was probably because they were trying to impress you and get hired. And then they kind of go down, which I have experienced multiple times. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's really hard to find good people to work with and reliable people. I'm very grateful for the team I do have. It's, it's small, but we're, we're good. And I also work very closely with my mom. So my mom, I can definitely trust. She's amazing. Uh, so it's, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It's also hard working with like your friends, I've definitely heard a lot of interesting stories from other people in like the business space that like work with their friends. And it's, it's hard because sometimes you're frustrated with them at work, but you also love them dearly because they're like one of your friends. So you have to pick your business partners like wisely. Um, But I think a good indicator of like a good person is like just their, their resilience and their like being kind, I think is huge, even in the workspace, because not enough people are appreciated. So I think as like a business owner, I think it's very important to appreciate people and like what they do and share that with them. Like, don't just keep that inside and be like, oh, wow, they did a great job. Like tell them that, um, and vice versa. So, yeah.
0: I think that's super important. Um, and I think that it's definitely a different Angle of life that maybe some teenagers are experiencing and some are not, but making sure that they're, you know, as you said, into the long haul and kind and nice and considerate. I think those are all very important things to look out for once you're building those types of relationships because they are different than like a friendship or, you know, your siblings or whatever like that. So, what is one thing that you can tell girls to start doing today to start living a life when they are the creators of their own story?
1: I would say this is like a like kind of random but it has helped me so much with like creativity and exploring my thoughts and like just just random things it's it's helped me a lot and it's writing down 10 things every single day they can be different topics every single day that's what I do you can write down 10 things you're grateful for 10 things you want to improve On, like, maybe your writing skills or pottery or something like that. Like, write 10 things down that you want to learn, like, just random things. It can literally be the most random things. One time I I did like my favorite trees because I was like, I couldn't think of anything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to write down 10 of my favorite trees and like research them. So, like, it's always important to use your brain and just. Write down random things like it it helps your brain go and go and go rather than kind of closing it off, because there's so much in your brain like you can do so much more than you can even imagine and writing down ideas and getting your brain moving is so important.
0: I love that I've never heard about that either and I think that's just such a great way to kind of get things moving like you said. Um, and I think that's important and it's kind of really cool to think about like how many things you do know already and how many things you can learn just by, you know, kind of tuning in a little bit inwards too. So I think that was a great tip to share.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, I, it, it's weird, but it's useful. I swear it's, it's awesome. It is. I love that.
0: So girls get ready to act on this one. Where can girls continue to learn more about you, buy your products, learn more about your products and what you've been doing?
1: All of my social media handles are Fiona, F-I-O-N-A, and then Frills, F-R-I-L-L-S. And you can buy my beauty products at 500 Walmart stores all around the U.S. There may be a location close to you. And my website is brilliance.com. It's spelled like brilliance, but with an F. And you can find stores near you. You can shop around if you want to. Um, But yeah, that's a little bit about me. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. This was so much fun. Thank you so much
0: for coming. And always keep it real.